So the big question is this. How do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris, and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. Hey guys, I'm super excited that you're here to learn about the startup story of the golf room. Um, you know, because the truth of the matter is, is my story is really your story. And the stories are kind of similar in regards to our, um, our quest to essentially find consistency. See, I grew up playing in Columbus, Ohio, um, playing at Worthington Hills, graduated from Olentangy in 2004. Um, and then I went and played college golf at Seton Hall University, where I had a pretty good career, got into the uh, Hall of Fame a couple years ago, um, which was great. But, you know, ever since I started playing golf at the age of six, I was constantly on this quest to find consistency, just like you, right? I mean, I took lessons from everyone. Everyone in Columbus I took lessons from. A ton of teachers nationally I took, took lessons from. And the truth is, is that when I was doing this, I felt like I was just like randomly plucking these like tips around to try to build consistency. And I had this, it was a quest, like I had to get consistent. If I knew I got consistent, I knew that like I could play the golf of my dreams and I could play golf in college and I could play golf on tour and then I could make a lifestyle of playing golf for a living. And that was my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal was to make a, make a career out of playing golf for, for a living and playing on the PGA Tour. So I was on this crazy quest to try to build consistency into my game and saw all these different instructors. But the problem was, is when I was doing that, there wasn't really any formula, if you will, to really building the swing. It felt like I was like randomly putting like pieces of this puzzle together. And it was like this constant game of like guessing and checking. So like I'd, I'd read an article on Golf Digest or on the internet or YouTube. Well, YouTube wasn't really around back then, but I would read these articles and I would be like, okay, I'm gonna go try this tip. And then I go try the tip and I go, oh my gosh, it works, I'm hitting it great. And then I'd hit like 10 balls and then the 11th ball, I hit it another bad shot. And then the 12th ball, a bad shot, I go, ah, that wasn't it, what's next? So I have to try like another tip. And it was just like this, this chasing loop of trying to find consistency and I couldn't ever find the formula of what I needed to be consistent. And that's not the way that I now know to build a golf swing. So I'm constantly doing this stuff, trying to like look at video and study the golf swing. And I'm like, why is Trevor, I mean, I remember being like, why is Trevor Immelman, you know, going back and like his, his arm is in and his elbow is like this. And I can't do that. I'm trying to do it, but I can't do it. So, um, but the truth is, is that, you know, there was some, some limitations. Like I wasn't as flexible as Trevor Immelman. So I was trying to do something that my body couldn't actually do, you know? So I was constantly trying to guess and check all this stuff. So I play Seton Hall, play pretty good. Uh, like I said, I got into the Hall of Fame and then I graduate, turn pro and get engaged. And in three days, why not take care of those big life decisions in a weekend, which is what we did. So Leslie and I get married, we move out to Scottsdale. I start playing professional golf. I'm doing okay, but you know, like making some cuts, but not really, you know, nothing like to, you know, go nuts about. Uh, quite frankly, we were dead broke. I mean, I was making some money, but playing on, you know, if you're not on the PGA Tour, you quite frankly just don't have a lot of money because the purses aren't that big and you've got a lot of travel and it's expensive and blah, 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 blah. So I'm sitting there and <clears throat> playing okay and I'm still on this quest for consistency. I need to find 
how to be consistent. And that's when one of my good buddies, Ben Boast, he was, um, he was kind of the chaplain that was running the FCA golf program. Um, and he was in the same Bible study as I, and he goes, hey, you gotta go see this guy. Like, he's great. His name's Mike Bender. And my other buddy, Jonathan Moore, who was a, <clears throat> he was the number one amateur in the world, one of my best friends in the world, played Oklahoma State. He's like, hey, yeah, yeah. Like, I work with Mike, you should go work with Mike. So I go out there and I spend a couple days with Mike. And um, this is right after, actually, I had the opportunity to sit down with Jack Nicholas. And Jack Nicholas, like, the winner of 18 majors, like, best golfer of all time. And we're sitting here Friday of the Memorial Tournament. I go over to his house. We sit down at like 11 o'clock. We, we talk for like two hours. And I'll never forget some of the things that he was saying. There was two main things that really stood out from my conversation with him. Is The first one, he said, listen, Kyle, when you practice, you need to practice by mechanics and then you need to play by feel. Right, and we'll get into what that actually means later. The second thing that he said is he goes, he goes, Kyle, my suggestion to you is you do what I did and you develop what you need to develop a consistent stock shot. And I was like, a stock shot? Yeah, that's what I need. I need a ball that's the same all the time. It's like a, it's a ball flight that starts one way, curves back towards the flag. So it curves back towards the flag, but never over curves the line, right? That's what I need. That's the secret. So I meet Jack, then I leave, I go, you know, we spend a couple hours together, um, a couple weeks pass, then I get hooked up with Mike Bender. And Mike Bender, I mean Mike Bender, like one of the best teachers of all time. Now one of my dear friends, mentors, love him to death. And he goes, Kyle, what we have to do is we have to develop a stock shot. And I was like, oh, that's the same thing that Jack Nicholas said, and you're saying that, and you can like help me to learn how to do this as a player. And I go, this is great. So he's, we spent a couple days together. He's, we kind of start diving into my swing and the and he really helps me understand like the golf swing and how it's supposed to go and blah, 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 blah. And I go after these, these uh, couple days of lessons and like a few days, like a week later, I got a lesson on a Wednesday, the next week I have a tournament and I go, the difference was, it's like a lot of people get lessons and then they go, okay, well, like, I feel really weird. How am I going to go play golf right now? And my brain was always like, oh my gosh, my swing looks way better. And now it's way more consistent and it aligns with physics and I'm going to hit it amazing. I know it feels weird, but that's okay. So I went to play and shot 2,336 holes that next week, played the best, like, opening two rounds of my entire life. I mean, I was hitting perfect draws every single time and it was life-changing like incredible and that was at that moment that I go this is it like I have found what I'm looking for and everything that I all the questions in my brain they all had answers and I finally felt like I wasn't searching anymore and that was so satisfying but then I kept playing and then my heart started to change a little bit as to what was really needed to become great. And that's what I wanna share with you in our next episode.